Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Verdict trial ends with the girl's mother on the stand. Outside D.C. Superior Court, I'm John Doman. The head of the EPA visits Ohio to reassure people living near a toxic train derailment. Giving veterans a bigger break on their military pensions, Maryland's governor pitches his plan. I'm Kate Ryan. Down there on Wall Street at the closing bell Thursday, the Dow was off 431. Asian stocks lower this morning. Good morning, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Tom Fody in Washington. There is still a lot of worry in an Ohio town about the possible effects of a major train accident there. The derailment, which spilled toxic chemicals, occurred nearly two weeks ago in East Palestine, Ohio. Now the head of the EPA is reassuring people... We are absolutely going to hold Norfolk Southern accountable. And I can promise you that. Many residents have expressed concern that they are not being told everything about the accident and possible lasting effects. Steve Futterman, CBS News. President Biden made a White House appearance on Thursday to report on those recent shootdowns that he ordered, four of them. One is considered somewhat serious, three much less so. U.S. officials tell CBS News there is a growing belief that the Chinese did not initially intend to fly the balloon across America. The Pentagon tracked the balloon as it lifted off from China's Hainan Island two weeks ago and began heading east toward Guam and Hawaii. The theory is that it was then blown off course by the prevailing winds. Correspondent Nancy Cordes. There's medical news about former film and television star Bruce Willis. A year after announcing his retirement, his family reports Willis suffering from a form of dementia. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. Frontotemporal dementia is when the frontal and temporal regions of the brain have the neurons just slowly wither away. What happens with this progressive disease is the average life expectancy after diagnosis is kind of five to six years. And over time, at the severe level, which he is now, health declines in a very precipitous way. Federal prosecutors in Chicago are asking a judge there to give singer R. Kelly 25 more years in prison for his child pornography and enticement convictions last year. If granted, that would add to the 30 years he recently began serving in a separate case in New York. On the Health Watch, a new government survey out on what our kids eat. In 20 American states, more than half of kids ages 1 to 5 years old don't eat a vegetable every day. And in 40 states, more than half of young kids are already drinking sugar sweetened beverages. That is CBS's Alexander Tin. And now correspondent Jim Crisula with details of a legislative controversy in Virginia. Republican Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has cleared the way for police to seek the menstrual histories of women. Youngkin used a procedural move to block a bill passed in the Democratic-led state Senate and supported by half of the chamber's Republicans, which would have banned search warrants for menstrual data stored in tracking apps on mobile phones and other electronic devices. Tech News seems the new Microsoft Bing chatbot can write recipes and songs and pretty much explain anything it can find on the Internet, but it doesn't take kindly to being messed with. Sometimes reported responding with insults about our looks and reputations or comparisons to Hitler. Dow Futures down 118. This is CBS News. The whole time you get experience a winning combination, and that's win donation. This is Dave Johnson, and this is the time to win by saving up to 30% on your heating bills with Window Nation. You see, you pay zero down, make zero payments, and get 0% financing for 24 months. That's two years, no interest. Plus, get two free windows with every two you buy. No limit. Window Nation has installed over 1 million windows in over 150,000 homes. That's experience. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com and tell them Dave Johnson sent you.
WTOP at 203. Good Friday morning. We've made it, everybody. February 17th, 2023. Spotty showers and thunderstorms possible in parts of the area overnight, early morning. Windy at mile low in the 50s in most of the area. 57 now. And a good morning to you, Andy and Lay. We thank you for taking us along for your 2 a.m. hour ride. Stopping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning. We begin the ride with a word of a group of Michigan State University alumni this weekend. The D.C. area gathering together at DuPont Circle to grieve and support each other. This after that horrific shooting at the school earlier this week. That did leave three students dead, five others injured. I felt guilty not being able to be on campus. Casey Ring graduated from Michigan State University just last year. He says a heavy cloud is going to be hanging over the school for some time now. You know, I think about going back for a football game next year and the thought of enjoying myself and having fun tailgating with those I grew up with and those I went to college with seems nearly impossible. There was a lot of emotion here. Some had tears streaming down their face, but the crowd also pulled together some school spirit and sang their fight song together. At DuPont Circle, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 2.05 Friday morning. Turning now to other stories we're following for you. Court documents apparently revealing some shocking details connected to the discovery of a headless body in the backyard locally of a home in northeast D.C. Now, a warning from WTOP this early hour. Many might consider this story to be very disturbing. The man being held in the grisly discovery, 32-year-old LeVon Barnes, admitted to police, quote, he did it. Court records say when asked why he killed the man, Barnes said he felt angry and upset for unknown reasons, as if a black cloud was over his head. The man killed, who police have not yet identified, was apparently doing repairs in the home on Kearney Street near Catholic University, where Barnes lived with two other people. Barnes told police he tased the man, then punched, kicked, and stabbed him. Court documents also state Barnes bought an axe at a hardware store to dismember the body and threw the man's head and arms into the trash that was picked up by the city. He put the rest of the body in trash bags and left them in the backyard. They sat there almost three months. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. In 2018, locally 10-year-old Makaya Wilson was gunned down at her home in northeast D.C., killed by a fury of bullets that were never intended for her as she was out trying to buy ice cream. Six men, authorities say, were involved in that shooting incident and are finally now standing trial. The first day of the Micaiah Wilson trial started with hours of opening statements from prosecutors and lawyers for the six men on trial and ended with Micaiah Wilson's mother, Donetta, on the stand. She had been inside her home styling hair when the shooting happened and described how a jammed front door kept Micaiah and others from getting inside quick enough. She was on the stand for less than 30 minutes and took no questions from the defense. During opening arguments, the common theme from defense lawyers was that their clients were arrested just by association, but that there's no evidence linking them to the crimes beyond social media bravado, which shouldn't be trusted. The trial doesn't resume again until Tuesday. Outside D.C. Superior Court, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 206. Maryland loses military veterans to other states where they can keep a bigger chunk of their military pensions. Governor Wes Moore wants to stop that. For the first time in eight years, a sitting Maryland governor went before lawmakers to testify on one of his bills. Governor Westmore wants to see his Keep Our Heroes Home Act pass. I refuse to let this state be a farm team for other states. Moore explained his bill would expand the income tax exemption on military pensions to $40,000 by 2024. Moore says Maryland loses veterans to other states. And that's because Pennsylvania, West Virginia, New Jersey, and 33 other states do not tax military retirement. Moore and his bill got a warm welcome before the House Ways and Means Committee, 
but passage would mean a hit to state revenues of $33 million. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Word this morning that Virginia Senate Democrats have defeated two bills this week on Thursday doing so that would have fairly restricted transgender students' participation in school athletics. Now, the bills, we're told, would also require officials to notify parents if their child identifies as trans in school. The measure faced strong opposition, as you might imagine, from the LGBTQ advocacy groups. Supporters of the bill said that the bills would have promoted fairness for female athletes and protected parental rights. Stay tuned. It's Friday, February 17th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Welcome in to 208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us Friday morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. Well, there, Dino. No sooner had I finished my last report right before 2 o'clock than they shut down the Capitol Bellway at the Wilson Bridge. They had the uh, decks up. They were doing the... I think this might be the last one they do. But for the moment, all traffic in or and outer loop is stopped at Alexandria and at Oxon Hill. Can't get onto the bridge because the bridge deck gates are still down. Hopefully, we're going to get those lanes back in the next 5, 10 minutes or so. But for the moment, nothing moving on the... Capitol Beltway, inner and outer loop at the Wilson Bridge. Elsewhere in Virginia, outer loop ramp to westbound 66, still blocked by work. We are still dodging the work zones on 66 westbound after the Fairfax County Parkway and near the Manassas rest area, where you are down to a single file. And then eastbounders, you're down to a single file after 28 Centerville for a little bit. I think you get your lanes back by the time you get to the Fairfax County Parkway. 95 northbound, watch for work that is near... Falmouth, exit 133, just beyond exit 133, the two right lanes are blocked. Southbound work is going to be after Garrisonville. That's blocking a right lane. Something new has been added in Loudoun County. It's going to be on 50 westbound after Stone Springs Road. This is going to be near Rayfield Lane. you got a downed tree. In the right, uh, on the right side of the roadway, one right lane is blocked. In Maryland, 95, BW Parkway now without reported delay, though Arundel Mills Boulevard, as you try to leave the casino in that area and try to get onto the southbound BW Parkway with caution, crash activity, and you may have to work around uh, police direction. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit FitzMall.com. Transparency you can trust. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. We've got a spring-like weather event going on this morning, and that will change to winter by later on this afternoon. We've got the rain out there right now on Storm Team 4 radar. Temperatures on the mild side, but falling all day. Wind chills will eventually be in the 20s and 30s later later this evening. On Saturday, we'll see a chilly start with a high temperature in the upper 40s to near 50. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. 
This is WTOP News. A day after the homeless encampment at McPherson Square in downtown D.C. was cleared this week, it appears that most of the people living there are still sleeping on the streets. This morning, the National Park Service says it shut down the encampment, the largest in the city, actually, because of very serious concerns about growing threats to life, health, and safety. Officials from the mayor's office telling the D.C. Council this week that while they offered permanent or temporary housing, many did not accept those offers. About 74 people in all had resided in the park, which is just blocks now from the White House. The Washington Post reports that members of the council criticized D.C. for not doing more to help house residents. Maryland Governor Wes Moore has signed an executive order this week requiring state agencies to report data to better assess the performance of the state's minority business enterprise program. Now, the order also requires, we're told, state agencies to report on outreach and marketing efforts to minority-owned businesses. Maryland established the program back in the 1970s to increase participation for minority and women-owned firms in state government procurement. But for years, the state, we're told, has failed to reach its 29% MBE goal. Stay tuned. A grant program to help minority-owned businesses was called illegal in a federal suit. Now, locally, the city of Alexandria brings it to an end. To apply for the Black, Indigenous, People of Color Small Business Grant Program, the city required that a business be at least 51% owned by members of those minority groups. In response to the requirement, a defense contractor, Tridentis, which is owned by a white Alexandria man, filed the federal lawsuit claiming the grant violated the 14th Amendment. The city says now, after reviewing the case, it's decided to end the program. The city's Mayor Justin Wilson says he can't comment on the case itself, but he does believe the city must be deliberate and intentional about uh, supporting small business in our community, particularly uh, minority, uh, minority owned and, and women owned businesses. The city says it plans to come up with another program. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Hey, if you want to celebrate Mardi Gras this weekend, WTOP here to tell you, you won't have to travel all the way to New Orleans for that. The food and fun of the Big Easy is coming to D.C. with Mardi Gras events happening all across the district over the next few days. On Friday and Saturday, Barracks Row hosts parades for Mardi Gras with live music, plenty of bead necklaces, and Louisiana Creole-inspired food. The Wharf is also hosting a parade on Saturday with decked out floats, still walkers, a dance party, and fireworks. And on Mardi Gras on Tuesday, Union Market is hosting a celebration featuring jazz music, king cakes, and Cajun food. For more Mardi Gras events, head to WTOP.com. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. It's going to be a cool You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is a message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. If you were exposed to toxic substances while serving in the military, a new law called the PACT Act may make you eligible for additional benefits and care. The PACT Act benefits veterans of the Vietnam era, Gulf War era, and post 9-11 era who were exposed to toxic fumes, burn pits, Agent Orange, radiation, and other environmental hazards. Survivors of toxic exposed veterans and veterans who served in specific countries in Africa, the Middle East, and Southwest Asia are also potentially eligible. Learn more about the PACT Act by going to va.gov slash PACT or by calling 1-800-MY-VA-411. We at VA are here for you, and we're ready to get you the care and benefits you've earned and deserve. I'm Mike Richman. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
Maryland trailed third-ranked Purdue at halftime, but used a 32-6 run in the second half to seize control and win a 68-57 contest that easily goes down as the biggest win of the Kevin Willard era. With the way they played offensively in the first half, and I just had to kind of get them to remember that, you know, we had played really good defensively, and let's just get back to that. And I knew eventually we'd make some shots. You know, I got such confidence in these guys. Students in College Park stormed the court, and some even climbed on the hoop to celebrate the Terps' fourth win over a ranked opponent this season and first over a top-five foe since 2016. Not to be outdone, the Wizards head into the All-Star break as winners of 10 of their last 14 games after a thrilling 114-106 victory in Minnesota in which they came back from as many as 20 points down and didn't grab their first lead until the final 74 seconds in what Wes Sunsell Jr. called a really impactful fourth quarter. You know, Brad was tremendous in that fourth quarter. I mean, other guys made big plays as well, but you know, the defense was the catalyst to kind of get us going. Yeah, Beal scored 13 of his season-high 35 points in the final four and a half minutes. The shorthanded Capitals' late rally fell woefully short in a 6-3 loss to Florida that pulls the Panthers even with the Caps in the wildcard playoff standings. The Capitals will look to right the ship in the nationally televised NHL Stadium Series game Saturday night in Carolina. The Washington Commanders reportedly spent all day Thursday with offensive coordinator candidate Eric Bieniemy in an interview process expected to last into Friday. In golf, Tiger Woods closed out his opening round with three straight birdies to stay in contention at two under, five strokes off the pace. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. This is WTOP News. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman checking himself this week into Walter Reed for clinical depression after being evaluated. CBS correspondent Nicole Kildian spoke with Senator Tim Kaine, who voices his support. Do you see any signs of this? I, you know, I think we've been worried about him just because of his health. And the freshman Democrat just got out of the hospital last week after suffering from lightheadedness, although doctors cleared him in two days after a round of tests. The former Pennsylvania lieutenant governor suffered a stroke last May, which forced him to take time off the trail during an intense campaign for U.S. Senate. Top stories we're following on WTOP for you Friday morning. A special grand jury investigating efforts by the president, former President Trump, to overturn his 2020 election loss in Georgia says it believes one or more witnesses in the case committed perjury. President Biden speaks publicly this week about those high altitude objects recently shot down by the U.S. military for the first time. And the trial has begun in the murder of a 10 year old D.C. girl locally who was shot while waiting to buy ice cream. Six men are charged in connection with the 2018 killing in Northeast D.C. You're listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Lanes once again open on the Capitol Beltway at the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. Inner and outer loop, the delays have evaporated, but we have one more closure ahead of us, evidently. Bridge authorities telling us that they'll be planning another closure at 2.45 this morning. So about slightly less than half an hour from now, we may see lanes on the Capitol Beltway once again at a stop between Oxon Hill and Alexandria across the Potomac River. Elsewhere in Virginia, the outer loop ramp to go west on 66 still shut down for work. Still haven't gotten word on whether or not the inner loop ramp was ever shut down. That would take you east on 66. They pulled that one on us a couple, three nights ago and was wondering whether they were going to do it again. Can't find it in the camera, though. On 95, the northbound work after Falmouth exit 133 blocks two right lanes. Southbounders, you've got work after Garrisonville. Right lane is blocked. You'd barely notice, though. On 66, westbound work after the Fairfax County Parkway and again after the Manassas Rest Area has you single filing through each of those work zones briefly, but once you're back through it, you're fine. And then eastbounders, you'll find the work after 28 Centerville over on the right side. 
on 50 westbound after Stone Springs Road, after Dulles Airport. You're going to find the downed tree near Rayfield Lane blocking the right lane at last report. Maryland Beltway is good. 95 BW Parkway, nothing pending currently. But again, there and everywhere, we're going to find kind of marginal value as far as visibility is concerned. Just hearing that it's still not great as we get into the later morning hours now. With caution, and again, if you encounter heavy banks of fog, low beam headlights, more following distance, and less speed to get from here to there. In the district, the earlier crash on the inbound 11th Street Bridge, now long gone, and traffic back to normal. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. Storm Team 4 tracking your Friday and looking like a wet start to the day for sure. We'll see rain during the morning hours, so watch out for that morning rush. Going to be a little bit on the slick side every once in a while. Temperatures will be very warm early, but then the front moves through. Rain comes to an end just afternoon in most locations, and the temperatures will start to fall as the winds begin to pick up. Winds could gust 30 to 40 miles an hour, and by Friday evening, our wind chills will be in the upper 20s to low 30s, so a much colder night. Saturday morning, waking up to a cold start. Highs in the upper 40s to around 50 in the city, but most areas in the mid to upper 40s on Saturday, so a little bit on the chilly side. Sunday, high temperatures in the mid-50s, so back to mild and with uh, plenty of cloud cover. Monday, mix of sun and clouds, high temperature in the upper 50s to low 60s with a chance for some showers. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. You're listening to WTOP News. The family of the man who was killed after being dragged by a metro train this week is speaking out this morning. Amanda Greenwood is Harold Riley's daughter. She tells our news partners at NBC4 they have a lot of questions. I'm assuming there's a video out there and all of that. Um, we're just trying, of course, obviously to get access to kind of see. Riley, who was 50, was at the Dunloring station with his service dog, Daisy. He got off the train. Daisy did not. The dog's leash was apparently tied to his pants, resulting in him being dragged. My father rides that metro probably five, six, seven times a day. Um, and he's been doing that, I would say, for probably the last year and a half with Daisy. Police say the train operator performed two safety door checks before moving the train. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Madam Brandywine, who's charged in a pair of violent crimes, is accused this morning of using dating apps to meet his victim. Rodney Richardson, who's 26 years old, is facing a long list of charges, accused of stealing someone's car at gunpoint earlier this month after meeting the victim through a dating app. In another case, police say Richardson raped a victim at gunpoint after once again setting up a meeting through a dating app. Prince George's County Police Major Zachary O'Leary refused to name the specific app involved, only saying... The police department is trying to get out the message that all dating apps have the possibility of a risk. Police urge those using dating apps to meet the person during the day and always in a public place. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A Virginia man has been convicted for the brutal stabbing death of his ex-wife and mother of his children. The Maryland court found... Lemuel Roberts, guilty of first-degree murder in the case. Prosecutors say that in January of 2020, the body of Caitlin Roberts was found roadside in Frederick, Maryland. Investigators say the two from Winchester, Virginia, were driving when he actually stabbed her over 30 times in the car, then ran her over. Camera footage showed him washing his car at a car wash after the murder and later set it on fire. The 34-year-old is expected, we're told, to be sentenced this spring in April. Last June, hundreds of high school students from Northern Virginia and the greater Washington area celebrated graduations, swarmed the North Carolina Outer Banks village of Corolla for what is known, of course, as Beach Week. The locals say the teens created chaos and caused a lot of damage. 
Residents say to that end, the young people trashed vacation homes. They saw indoor furniture dragged into the surf. Drunken teens relieving themselves or passing out on neighborhood lawns. Neighbors tell Inside Nova this year they will not let such destruction happen to their town again. They have contacted police, and they say they have made a plan. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. This message is for Karina, our mom who finished her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Emmedith and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. It's a big world. But the news you care about most is what happens around Washington. We have more reporters covering more local stories live every day. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street may have a hard time regaining its footing today with inflation and interest rate fears coming back full force. Two of the Fed's more hawkish members say they're considering half-point interest rate hikes after a government report showed wholesale prices rose in January at the fastest pace since last summer. Investors ran for cover, sending Wall Street's main averages down more than 1%. Bank of America is planning to cut jobs in its investment bank, one of the last major financial firms to do so. Sources say the bank is not yet settled on the extent of the cuts, and it could affect fewer than 200 bankers globally. Not even Fido and Fluffy can avoid inflation. In a survey of 1,000 pet owners by Zappi for the Wall Street Journal, roughly half said they took active steps to cut their pet care costs in the last year. One-tenth gave a pet away due to rising costs. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. This is WTOP News. We've seen it many times in the big game. The clock is winding down. The pressure is on. And a team is desperate for an